Have you heard about Cell AED? It's the world's first mini personal defibrillator. You can keep it at home, the office, or even in your sports bag. Cell AED is game-changing technology that you can use if someone has sudden cardiac arrest, which can affect anyone from kids on the sporting field to adults at home. Sudden cardiac arrest happens suddenly with no warning. You only have minutes to get the defibrillator on the person affected. That's where Cell AED comes in. You can help save the life of someone you love. Every home should have a Cell AED. It's really a lifesaver. Learn more at CellAED.io. That's C-E-L-L-A-E-D.io. It's the 20th of October, 2023. Welcome to Afternoon Sport. That's Sport with Thought. I'm your host, Shane Lee. And I'm joined today by a guy that my parents call Brett Boy, um, a guy that my kids call Uncle Brett, and I call him bro. Welcome, Brett Lee. Big brother, Shana. How are you, mate? <laughs> mate, thanks for coming on Afternoon Sport. We've had a little bit of a break, but we're back because we're right in the middle of World Cups and no more important than the World Cup of cricket. Uh, mate, between us, I played in the 96 World Cup, the 99 World Cup. I think you did 2003 World Cup and 2011, so four between us. So you'd think we'd, we, should, we might know a few things. Well, never, never assume, mate. But uh, you know, you you definitely hope so, wouldn't you? <laughs> mate, let's start with um, let's start with a game that happened overnight. It was um, a game that I thought the result would go this way, and it did. It was India versus Bangladesh. Um, India winning quite comfortably. Bangladesh scored, still scored two hundred fifty six for eight. India mm. three for two hundred sixty one. But uh, Virat Kohli made one hundred and three not out. He's in real good form. Look, he is. Um, and you know, we we, we always know that. Superstars stand up in these these big mm. tournaments. Um, as you mentioned, Coley, 103. Guys like um, him that are, you know, backed up by Rohit Sharma, got amongst the runs as well, yep. uh, Shuman Gill. But like, I, I just love the style in which Coley plays. He's aggressive on the field without being over the top. Um, he's lovely off the field, but he, mate, he loves it. He absolutely loves scoring runs in big tournaments. And I've got no doubt that's the reason why he got 100 overnight. Yeah, he, he never uh, doesn't miss it out for too long. The, the guy you mentioned just then, um, Rohit Sharma, I think is a guy who's in probably the best form of his career. He, he's no spring chicken, but he's batting beautifully. Well, in my opinion, he's got the best pull shot in world cricket. Wow, okay. Uh, yeah, I know it's a big call, but um, I, I've watched a, low, a lot of Rohit Sharma play, whether it's been in the Indian Premier League, whether it's been playing mm-hmm. against him. Um, definitely... Once that ball's back of a length, he's got real fast feet, um, likes to go aerial with a shot, doesn't try to kick the ball down. But the thing about Rohit Sharma also is that he's also got that experience. You, know, you mentioned he's been around yeah. a while now. That's that's healthy. It's all well and good to have the youth coming through, but you need that experience. Um, Rohit Sharma, that, you know, the guy that they called the hitman uh, back in India, <laughs> he definitely stood up as well. We'll be back right after this short break. If you're ready for your next thoroughbred racing adventure, then join the Osher Group. They exceed expectations on what racehorse ownership should look like. Australia's racing industry is enjoying unprecedented growth. Through a strategic, well-managed and data-driven approach, there is now a very real opportunity to build a profitable and sustainable thoroughbred portfolio. Find the Osher Group online at theoshergroup.com. Um, so it's interesting in, in World Cups now. I want to talk about I think India now, who with that win overnight, they are four matches, four wins, four and zero. Um, 
way on top of the competition at the moment. Um, but the key for me is are the bowlers in, in World Cups. They've got Boomer. Now, Boomer, for those who don't know, he seems to release the ball a lot closer to the batsman than most. Um, yep. Generally, you release the ball around with the back of the popping crease. He sort of almost releases the ball in front of the, the front crease, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. And look, as long as that front foot's behind the crease line, yeah. uh, in terms of the uh, popping crease, it doesn't matter where the arm is, mm-hmm. is. You know, you're right. It's about a foot and a half past that popping crease. So wow. it is close to the batsman. He does hyperextend. He comes from an angle that he um, spears the ball in, which is why he's such a good bowler with the brand new ball because he gets mm-hmm. the ball both ways. But at the death, he's he's deadly. You know, he, he gets that ball to sear in those big Yorkers. But he ambles in, comes off about six or seven paces, and then just, well, you know, yeah. I don't know, it's like an elastic band, just zips the ball down at, at ruined pace. He, look, he's coming back after a back injury too, mind you. He was out for a, oh, quite right. a long time. Um, but the fact that he's back, he's taking wickets, it's uh, it's really exciting for India. You know, what, 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 he's got 10 wickets now, which is um, absolutely outstanding. Yeah, and, uh, and I think the key is obviously, particularly in India, it's the early wickets that uh, make the biggest damage, don't they? Well, they do. You know, you've got yeah. a strike whilst that brand, you know, brand new balls rock hard uh, and shaping around. Unless you have a guy like Boomer that is great at the death. You know, his bowling actually reminds me when you when you're walking down here in Clontarf and you pass the dog park and you see that that thing they throw the tennis balls with for the dogs. That's the like wanger. His, the wanger. <laughs> the wanger. That's like his bowling arm. Well, that was like Shaul Bakhtar. That's what they used to call him as well. He the gets a real, real good hyper extension. There's nothing wrong with. Hyperextension, you've either got it or you haven't. Um, he, he's definitely got that in his back pocket. Now, the key to me uh, for the Indian side is Jadeja. Um, and he bamboozles the Aussies. Forget it. <laughs> we'll talk about that in a minute. But uh, once again, two for 38 and just very consistent through the middle of the innings. Yeah, Jadu is the, I mean, he's just gone from um, being an absolute gun player in India to an absolute superstar. He's loved all around the world. Uh, underrated with his batting as well, but yeah. definitely with his bowling. He's, I think he's really improved his pace through the air. And what I mean by that is that he's actually not bowling as quick through the air as what he used to. He's allowing the ball to shape. Yeah. He, gets, he gets a lot of turn off the wicket and also bounce, but he's also got that fast left arm spin Yorker option as well. Um, arguably the best fieldsman in the world along with uh, Glenn Maxwell. Mm. So he's the complete package for India. Anyone who can bowl Steve Smith out, and Steve Smith has an eye like a dead fish, um, is, is a pretty good bowler, I think. Let's go on to the Aussies, mate. The Aussies play tonight against Pakistan. We're currently yeah. uh, three matches in. We've lost 2-1-1. Um, hmm. So it's a bit of a do-or-die match for us against Pakistan. Let's go through the, the Aussie side. And You talked about having experience earlier with India. Has Australia got too much experience? Warner, do you keep him in? Mitch Marsh, um, you've got Smith at three, Labajane four. Head's the one they've been missing. They've been keeping yep. him over there because he's been injured. Mm-hmm. And then we sort of go into the all-rounders. Um, uh, Stoinis, Inglis, who's come in, got some runs last match. And then the the bowlers, Sampa, Hazelwood, Stark and Cummins. Is that, is that the right side we're going with? I think it is, Shane. I, I, I think they've got the right mix because right. If, if you look at where we're playing tonight, and when I say where, the Aussies are yep. you know, taking – on Pakistan at Bangalore or Bangalore, as it used to be called. Average first innings total, there is 303. So you right. think you need to take wickets. So it's mm-hmm. all well and good. You've got to score runs at the top as well. But, you know, when Smith missed out with a duck last game, Marsh, you know, 52, Labashay, mm-hmm. Inglis was good with 58, as you mentioned. Um, mm-hmm. To me, it you know, I, I, I'm actually going to put a lot of pressure on Marcus Stoinis because I think he's such a great asset for the Aussie team, both at bat and ball. 
Yep. Um, and, you know, you want him coming in with enough overs left that he can actually dominate because he, he's such a big hitter and a powerful hitter. He can turn that score into well over 300. Um, a lot of pressure, a lot of conjecture around our captain, Pat Cummins. I'm not worried about him at all. You know, he was brilliant. Yeah. You know, picked up um, a couple of wickets the other night, two for 32. Uh, looks like he's back in good form. Um, and, you know, we and you're, you've done it a million times, being the 100th captain for New, New South Wales, Sean. Yeah. When you when you're playing well and and, and you're bowling well, you, that, that sort of captaincy goes with that. And I think some sometimes if your personal form's down, you can be worried too much about what you're doing as opposed to the team. So I think his form will definitely help his captaincy. I do think yeah, we have a great team, but it was great to see the Aussies beat um, Sri Lanka last game. When you think loss, 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 and then a win, yeah. we have that win. The guy I didn't mention there is Maxwell, I think, will play tonight, and he's going to be a key, particularly with the ball. Um, he, he's a funny sort of player, isn't he, Glenn Maxwell? You, you would have played a bit with him, Brett. He's the sort of guy that's either really on or off, but seems to come up with a big score every tournament, at least Well, one. he does. He, he does. But you also think back to the trial game when we played against Pakistan uh, at the start of this tournament. Maxwell got 77 with the bat. Yeah. So he's got some form against uh, Pakistan already in this tournament. Oh, good call. Uh, I I just want to see Maxi bat the way he does. And a lot of people say, and I, I've probably been guilty as well, saying that I don't like when he reverse sweeps or tries mm. to get too funky, but that that's him. You know, yeah. it's 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 rocks or diamonds. Um, that is Glenn Maxwell. And when he's on, he's on. And he's a type of guy that can definitely win the game off his own bat. Yeah, I hope so, mate. We'll wait and see tonight. Aussie's big, big game against Pakistan, as I said. The other big matches over the weekend, Brett, um, England take on South Africa. England are one and two. And yep. South, Africa, South Africa are two and one after their horrendous loss um, to their their their, uh, their neighbours, the, the, the Netherlands. Um, mm. That was an extraordinary loss, wasn't it? Well, it was. I mean, Netherlands getting up, that, that was brilliant. But, the, you know, the thing is, that's what can happen in World Cups. You know, mm. if you underrate a team or don't give them the the credit, and like a lot of teams have been guilty in the past, and, and we've also done it too, where we look at the bigger picture, look mm-hmm. at, right, we've got to beat India, we've got to beat South Africa, Pakistan are a threat. It's these, and I want to say this with all due respect, these sort of minnow teams, they, they, these lower sides that haven't really got the the points on the board, they can be scary. And now we've yeah. actually seen it. It's it's come back to bite a few teams. Um, so you've got to make sure that you, you are focusing on every single match. And the teams that do well, you know, we were very lucky in 2003. We went and won every single match. It wasn't mm. we weren't worried about the final. Our, our mindset and our mantra was let's just try and win this next match. What what yeah. can we do to get the two points and then worry about the next match after that? I know it sounds like a cliche, but it's just just making sure you're ticking every single box. Yeah, small steps at a time. That's the way to go. Uh, just on that, do you think that um, with all the tournament cricket around the world now, and it started in India with the IPL, Yep. And you're getting a lot of these other players from these minnows, as you mentioned, are getting a lot of experience. So it's not like back in 1999 or 1996 when I was playing where some of these lower-ranked um, minnows would have no experience against the big guys. They get a lot mm-hmm. more experience now, so they're probably going to perform better, aren't they? Well, they definitely will perform better because they have played against um, those players. But also, mm-hmm. too, I think it's the confidence and, and, and comfort level. Yeah, I agree. Now, you think about Afghanistan and, um, you know, Got guys that are in the side playing for Afghanistan are playing a lot during the IPL. They're, yes. you know, they're mixing Gosh. the Indian players and the Aussie players, so they're actually getting used to how, you know, if you if you look at um, a couple of their spinners, um, Rashid Khan learn how to bowl spin watching Shane Warren on YouTube. You know, wow. 
And then all of a sudden, here he is, um, arguably the world's best spinner um, playing in every tournament. So when you get exposed to hanging around people that are very successful, whether it be on the sporting field or whether it be off the sporting field, you're generally going to gravitate towards that. So I've got no doubt that the Indian Premier League has definitely helped bridge that gap between the players and it's healthy for cricket. Yeah, I agree. So, and they do very well Afghanistan for having no career grounds in, the, in their country. Hmm. Um, so, uh, so you tip England versus South Africa on Saturday night. Who are you tipping there? Uh, look, it's 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 a tough one. Um, I, I would have to say five v three. Um, I've got to go England. You know the okay. reigning champions. I know that. Uh, I don't want to say that South Africa would take the gas, but I may have said it already. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to go England. Definitely going to win. And the other match, India back up again against New Zealand, who are, are three and zero, as I mentioned. India are four and zero. Um, I think India will be too strong for them. What do you think? No, I reckon the Kiwis, mate. That's wow. that's what I'm okay. towards. Two um, v one. You know, when you think about guys like you know the the sort of little brother, the um, the guys across the ditch, the Kiwis. If you have a look at their team and their form, um, Latham's doing well. Phillips is amongst the runs. But then you have a look at who's on top of the list in terms of the uh, the bowlers. Most yeah. wickets so far: Mitch Santner, eleven poles; Henry, nine. Yeah. Um, you know, Ferg got Ferguson got three for last game. They are a complete package, the Kiwis. So they are my underdog to go and potentially win this tournament. Well, there you go. Because I, I think um, I like the way Henry hits the deck, and particularly against India, he can it's really rush team, him. Yeah, good hits, yeah, good pace. Hits the deck hard. Hits high in the bat and uh, brings in those slips into play. Okay, I just want to ask you a couple of things, Brett. Just with your experience, what 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 are the if you had to sum up um, two two key points to winning a World Cup? Is it performing well, performing well under pressure? What what would you say is, is going to be the key to winning this tournament? Oh, look, I think everything. If you know, you could throw a thousand different things into a hat and pick one out. But for me, it's how do you deal with the pressure and thinking yep. to firstly where are they playing the World Cup? It's in India, so mm-hmm. you get the pressure of the heat, yep. the crowd. Um, the media, 1.5 billion fans that all love cricket. You know, you can't really get away from cricket. Yeah. So, Brett, if you had to, uh, one or two key points, what do you think the keys are for winning a World Cup? Well, for me, you have to look at where they're playing and, and which venue. So, in India, it's it's overwhelming. It's hot. Um, you know, the conditions are tough for players. You have to think about the external factors as well. Um, you know, when you get back to your hotel for you, there's 5,000 fans waiting. You, yeah. can, you know, you can never get away from cricket. You know, there's 40 or 50 papers that are pushed underneath your door each day. So if you don't want to read about the result overnight, it's very hard not to. Everyone talks about it at breakfast. So that, to me, it's dealing with the emotions. I think the team that will go on to win will be the team that can hold their emotions the best over the next couple of weeks. I totally agree, mate. Now, it's funny you mentioned New Zealand, so I'm just going to quickly touch on the Rugby World Cup. I know you're, you're not a huge rugby man. I know you live and breathe cricket, but uh, I know you love sport. Um, in the two semifinals, Argentina take on New Zealand, and you've got to think New Zealand, the All Blacks, got to be the favourites there again, Brett. Well, you think, what are they, second on the uh, pool A on the on the yeah. table? 15 yeah. points, taking on Argentina. Going to be a tough game. What's that tomorrow? I think 6 a.m. in the morning. Uh, yeah, Kiwis, well, they're, they're, they're a decent side. They're obviously... Um, playing well to get into the semi-finals. So I'm actually going to back the Kiwis. This this could be a double. This It, it could be the Kiwis to go on to um to win the World Cup rugby and potentially... Oh, God. God help us. 
God, God awesome. exactly. Bond, Bondi would be going crazy with all the Kiwis down there. The <laughs> other ones, obviously, England take on South Africa. But if you look at the the, the quarters, Brett, um, you had some unbelievable games of um, of rugby. The South Africa, who are very, very good, unlike they are in cricket, cricket World Cups, they're very good in, in rugby World Cups. They, oh, win. they beat France, yeah, 29 to 28, unbelievable win. Um, as I said uh, before, Argentina in the semi-final against New Zealand, they had a great win over Wales. And not expected to win there. And then the Kiwis, um, who I think are the favourites, I totally agree with that. They beat Ireland 28 to 24. And Ireland, who have probably been the best rugby team in the world, but once again, haven't been able to stand up in a, a World Cup. No, well, I mean, and that, that point you made about the uh, Saffirs beating France 29 to 28. Oh. Yeah, the great um, former captain of South Africa cricket, Graham Smith, uh, sent me a text with a photo of him having a beer at one of the games there, or that particular <laughs> game, saying um, that. South Africa, you know, are definitely going to win it. That was a great win to beat because, I mean, France are a good side. But, um, look, it's, it's going to be a tough, top, you know, competition. I'm going to back the Kiwis, though. Yeah, mate. Well, if you're looking, it, it's a bit of a run and run and things here. The uh, In the netball, the Ferns, the Silver Ferns, took That's on sad. our Diamonds overnight and they won 56 to 53 to keep the series alive. It was the 550th match for the Kiwis and, and they got victory there. So it's, it's bloody New Zealand everywhere at the moment. I have a question for you. Can the Kiwis play darts? <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> well, well, in 1999, when we won the Cricket World Cup, we also won the Rugby World Cup. We had we had the darts champion of the world as well then. So we were pretty unbeatable. There you go. Now, mate, uh, Brett, you're doing a bit of work. I know you, you've got investment with Sydney Beer. Yeah, mate. I'm co-owner of Sydney Beer Company, or Sydney Beer yep. Co, as we call yep. it, in roughly 350 venues across uh, Sydney where – exporting and doing some stuff, looking to get into India shortly to brew on a license. But, mate, you know, we're loving it. It's a premium lager. We've got a second skew coming out of 3.5% mid. Um, yeah, all, all, all through Maryvale, Jackson, George, etc. cetera. Um, love it, mate. I know that you're a fan of the beer. I love it, mate. And look, my fridge is a little bit empty at the moment, Brett. Maybe send a few well, cases over. Just flick me a text. I'm only 100 <laughs> metres down the road, mate. Now, if those you haven't tried a, a Sydney beer, uh, go and check it out. It's a real nice, crisp, it's a real good session beer. So check one out. It's a bloody cracker. Hopefully we crack one the night when the Aussies beat Pakistan. There I you know, go. mate. Hey, mate, Brett, thanks for your time, mate. After yeah. well, we're back on. Um, I really, really appreciate your time and your and your, your thoughts. Uh, you're a champion. You're a great brother too, mate. You too, mate. And love the show. Keep up the great work, mate. Thanks, Binger. That's it for Afternoon Sport today. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. A big thank you to our sponsors, Cell AED and the Osher Group. And we'll see you next week for more Afternoon Sport. That's sport with thought.